0: are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM, in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What's good? It's your girl, Janan, right here on TKO. As you already know, here on TKO, all we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA, And other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes, how they got started in the game, and where they are now. So, what's good, everybody? What's good? I'm just so happy to be here today, as always. But, you know, this time around, I actually really mean it because, I mean, okay, if you're a university student, you probably know my struggle, you probably know what I'm talking about. But if you don't, well, It is exam time. It is final exam time. And, okay, if you know uh, what you're going to be dealing with during exams, like the actual exam beforehand, and you've already done all the preparation for it and, you know, all the necessary things to prepare for your exam, then you don't have anything to worry about. And even if you don't, you know, the results that you get don't necessarily... Um, satisfy you? I mean, okay, at least you can tell yourself that you you tried your best and there was nothing else that you could have done to you know, uh, be make you more successful. And, you know, that's definitely the mentality that I've been uh, pursuing uh, ever since the the beginning of the exam, final exam period. And actually yesterday was the first day of the exam um, period, I guess. And I actually had two exams in one day. And so as you can imagine, over this past weekend, I've been through a lot of things mentally, you know, just contemplating things and, um, you know, having midlife prices, uh, stuff and whatnot, you know, just thinking about the future and graduation and a lot of things. But then in the end, you know, I talked I talk to my parents and they gave me uh, reassurance and I just thought to myself, I started meditating. I thought about, uh, you know, uh, my role models in life and the the athlete role models that I have in life. I thought about uh, you know, some of the things that Bruce Lee might say, you know, if he was actually witnessing my situation. And so I started meditating and um, just doing yoga. And <laughs> as I was studying for my exams for the two exams that I had yesterday, um, I started meditating. And, um, you know, in the end, I just um, came to the conclusion that, you know what, you know, you're giving it all that you have And in the end, first of all, just believe in yourself. And I'm just saying this to everybody else out there who's listening to this right now and is, um, you know, writing exams, if you're a university student writing exams, or if you're just listening to this and you're just dealing with something that is tough and you're, you know, kind of challenging and you kind of have to work through it. If you're listening to this right now, let me just tell you this. So if, if if you give it your all, if you do everything that you can in your power to be prepared for what is coming up, you know, there's nothing that you can, that you have to worry about. There's nothing that you, that you have to uh, regret in the future, even if the results don't turn out to be in your favor. And even if you don't turn out to be successful, I, at least you can say that you you gave it your all and um, you did everything in your power to, to uh, prepare for what was coming up. But okay, the the main point of it is that you know ju- you just have to give yourself some reassurance that you know not everything has to be uh, going bad. You know, like even if even if you're studying for something and you don't feel as confident, well, just keep yourself um reassured and just keep telling yourself that you can do it because honestly when you keep your keep telling yourself that you can do something honestly your mind actually believes it and um you know the confidence itself and the self-esteem you know it it it, it really contributes a lot to to uh, you know with mo- what mindset you actually go into the exam room or you know you can apply this to any situation but you know in this case i'm just saying you know um uh, as long as you do the preparation beforehand and as long as you keep giving yourself your reassurance and as long as you just keep calming yourself and just um just meditate and um you know just let us sink in and just do all that you all that you can in your power to prepare for what is coming up as long as you do all of those things then you have nothing to worry about so yeah that's the word of wisdom that i have for you today and so, yeah, man, just keep those things in mind and don't ever forget the champ mentality. And the champ mentality, I mean, I've already talked about it here on the show before, and that is to just keep telling yourself, let's go champ, let's go champ, let's go champion. Just just um, think of yourself as a champion, even if you haven't really, you know, accomplished anything yet. But if you're if you're working hard and you're trying to, you're working towards a certain goal And you're working hard, really hard Then I would say, you know, you can, you can consider yourself a champion And somebody, you know, this is no different than Being an actual athlete, Being, say being a boxer And you're working towards a certain championship belt You know, this is no different than that So just keep telling yourself that you're the champion Honestly, I mean it, I'm not actually joking This is serious, man you have to keep telling yourself, let's go champ, let's go champ, and just keep up that champ mentality because in the end, ultimately, it will all work out in the end. So yeah, man, some word of wisdom from a girl right there. So yeah, man, just uh, best of luck with anybody who's um, dealing with exams out there. Just um, just uh, be confident in yourself and you already know they've already put in the hard work and um, all you have to do is just wait, and see what's going to turn out, man. So, yeah, good luck with uh, with exams, everybody. And whoever is just um, going through tough times or whatever, uh, uh, you know, a hardship that you're going through. Just um, keep reassuring yourself, as I said. And uh, things will turn out to be good in the end. So, yeah, man, there's that. Okay, so let's get into what we have lined up for today. So today... I mean previously on our show we did sort of like a movie critique or movie review about Bruce Lee's uh, biographical or biopic. Um, So we you know that was the first time that we did a movie review and today actually we're going to do a movie slash documentary review of this documentary that I've watched that I think is um, really relevant to talk about you know so I'm going to be doing (laughs) another uh, movie slash documentary um, review today on the show And yeah I man that's going to be pretty interesting I would definitely recommend that you Stay tuned because that's going to be Really really exciting and uh, A lot of controversial things coming up That I'm going to be talking about so you don't You definitely don't want to miss that And also man oh, UFC 218 happened this past weekend And okay If you did not watch the fights I don't know what you were doing But you missed out big time and, um, you know, if you if you actually did watch it, then you already know what, what great things I'm talking about. We're going to be doing sort of like a breakdown of um, the fights that happened on, on the UFC 218 main card. And, um, you know, I'm trying to keep it as brief as I can because I also want to talk about... Just um, give you, like, a quick preview of some of the fights that are actually coming up this upcoming weekend. So there's UFC Fight Nights, and then there's... Um, actual uh uh, there's an actual boxing card coming up too on the same night and what else man so yeah that's pretty much what we have lined up for today so all exciting things so make sure that you stay tuned and do not go anywhere so what are we waiting for without further ado let's get started okay so Okay, so yesterday, uh, I watched this after after I did my first exam because I had two exams in one day, one in the morning, one in, uh, one at night. So after I did my first exam and it went relatively well, I said to myself, listen, I'm not going to study anymore from my other exam um, today. So I'm just going to, uh, you know, just chill, just watch something, just watch something on Netflix or whatever. And so I um, actually watched this documentary on netflix and it was called icarus um you might have watched this documentary it's a pretty good documentary and it's pretty much about um uh, you know all the scandals and all the controversies that went down uh, before the rio olympics in 2016 i think it was yeah it was it just happened man how could i forget the date come on So it's um, all the controversies that went down before the Rio Olympics, the Rio Summer Olympics with the Russian Olympic team because they were accused of, their entire team was accused of um, doping. um, And a doping that was actually sponsored by uh, by the Russian state. And so that was pretty much the whole theme of this documentary. And so pretty much... You know, I, I I watched it and, um, you know, it, it was a pretty good documentary. It, it really, it, even though it was a documentary, they tried to keep to a plot, a certain plot. And, you know, they, they just didn't want to keep it general and keep it unbiased. I felt like, after watching it, I felt like it was a bit biased because, okay, they were talking about all of the things that went down in secret in Russia um, you know when the Sochi Winter Olympics were going down in Russia, and when it, pretty much any competition, any worldwide you could say competition that went down that the Russian team was competing in, and all of all of the things that went down, and all of the things that happened in secret behind the curtains when the Russian team was um, you know conquering uh, the 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 fields and um, getting all the medals for the team, you know all even though they were being so uh, dominating out there in different sports, uh, what this documentary was saying was, listen, even though you would see all of those um, great, great things happening, great talent and great performances happening out there by the Russian team out there. But behind the scenes, there were some some dirty things happening in terms of doping And what they were trying to say was that The Russian team, well not everybody But the majority of the uh, of the athletes who were on the Russian team For different different um, competitions So for the Olympics, the Winter and the Summer Olympics And all of those competitions So the majority of the team would actually dope Before they would uh, get into competition And what they would say was that What this documentary was trying to tell us was that um, the athletes would consult people and the anti-doping institutions in Russia. So they would have, um, they would have, there there was a certain network that was between the athletes, the director of the laboratories, and the anti-doping agencies in Russia, and uh, the the World Anti-Doping Agency. Um, branch in russia the minister of sport in russia and it was just so deep and it almost felt like a conspiracy to be honest because in reality if you look at this very closely and to just do a, a really deep investigation on this topic you would actually realize that none of the the none of the russian um Governors or whoever the minister of sport was and whoever was involved with this whole scandal this alleged scandal Actually denied all allegations and um, you know, they're saying that it never really happened and listen here on TKO I don't want to talk about politics. I actually want to talk about the doping and um, You know the doping and the anti-doping and um, making making all sports clean and I feel like this is an actual issue in in, in the modern world of uh, in the modern era of all sports, especially when it comes to uh, combat sports. And um, first of all, okay, I would like to say this one thing about this documentary. I felt like, as I said before, kind of briefly, I felt like this documentary was a bit biased and they were just trying to convey that only, oh yeah, only the Russian team, only only the Russian Olympic Committee would allow their athletes to dope in secret and the fact that they wouldn't be caught, you know, they were just trying to say that, oh, only they will do all of these um, dirty things when it comes to sport and we don't do them. And, um... It just felt like it just felt a bit off and it felt a bit biased and discriminatory. And, you know, in reality, the thing is how do you know that people in the Western world, people in, in the US, in Canada, anywhere, how do you know that any athlete isn't doping, you know? Because on on the documentary, they showed that it's so easy to have you know have a relationship with somebody who is actually in the organization who works for the anti doping agency, and to you know uh, you know uh, trust them with the fact that they're not going to reveal your dirty sample, the sample that contains um, substances that that could potentially test positive for 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 a doping tests, the fact that you're trusting them to. You know, uh, do some things behind the scene to make you look uh, actually to make you actually test negative for substances. You know, it's just so crazy. And I just want to say, listen, it's not that it's only happening in, in Russia. That's what the documentary was saying. It's not that it's only happening at certain areas of the world. It's I feel like it's happening everywhere and i actually really want to applaud the ufc and you're you're probably saying why because the ufc is actually one of the only organizations that has specifically partnered up with the united states anti-doping agency usada so that their athletes are constantly being tested and there you know there's no such thing as um, going behind the scenes even if you do a tiny thing you will be caught and um you know there's no um secret things that can do behind the 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 um, the agents from USADA and so yeah man it's just crazy and I feel like we as the sports fans we have to come into a consensus as to Okay, what do we actually want to see? Do we want to see athletes in, in any sport? Do you want to see athletes who are naturally gifted with talents and skills and uh, can actually put on performances just naturally without doing any substances? Or do we want to see freak shows? Because, you know, it, it's, a, it's a really serious question. We, we just have to figure out what we actually want to see. And... Um, I mean, equality in terms of performance is all that matters. So if somebody is doping, then why not let everybody dope? If somebody is doping and not other people are allowed to actually dope, then it's not fair. You know what I'm saying? So if you want a freak show, if you want to see crazy things, then I would would understand why you want to see people actually dope. But if you want to see pure talent, if you want to see what human nature, what human physicality can do to, to to its limits, what is the limit to human physicality, just all natural, then we have to make all sports clean. And personally, I'm so against um, cheating in sports and I believe in um, equality when it comes to uh, sports performances, you know. But the reality is, um, it's just happening all around the world. And it's not just in Russia. And it's just, it's just happening everywhere at any sort of competition, whether it's amateur or if it's professional. As a matter of fact, we have high school students. We have high school football players who, who uh, you know, get substances from the black market. And they just want to do it because they think that, oh, I, I just want to... Get stronger and do whatever, but they they actually don't realize, you know, in in the long term, what what would this do to the sport when you just care about yourself and you just want to cheat in a way to get to where you want to be? Is this really the way to go, or should should we just make it make it equal and fair for everybody, for all athletes? And I think, just like I said, we have to make it we have to make all sports clean. And, um, just just make everything natural. because I feel like in that case, it would be actually more exciting because, you know, I mean, for for an example, in the UFC, we have we have a guy who doesn't do, he doesn't even take protein powder, and he looks like um, he's just so strong and powerful and um, uh, on on his route. On a, on a track to become a champion, and I'm talking about Francis Ngannou. Even though he looks super muscular and uh, super powerful, he's actually not taking any substances. He's not even taking protein powder and, or anything. So, you know, all that he puts in his system is food and water. And um, you know, I feel like we need more uh, we, we need more examples like him so that people actually f- realize that. listen you can actually do it naturally too and um, you know let's just make it fair and um, natural for everybody let's make the sport clean every single day let's just work towards that goal okay so yeah man there's the documentary critique of Icarus yes I said that right Icarus you know overall it was an okay documentary in terms of just um, raising awareness of what sort of things are going on in sports, some of the things that you can't really see with your uh, naked eyes, you know, some of the things that happen in secret. But my only critique to that documentary is that, listen, it's not just happening in that certain part of the world. It's happening everywhere at, at any level of competition. So we just have to keep an eye out for that. So yeah, man, there's that. And man, I really talked about that you know, really long. Do you think I should just um, skip the UFC 218 previewing and just talk about the um, fights that are coming up this upcoming weekend? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. So I'm just going to briefly say that UFC 218 was phenomenal. And um, yeah, man, so we have, I talked about Francis Ngannou. Just right now and I'm um, actually Francis Ngannou defeated Alistair Overeem in the heavyweight bout that he had with him and the, the fight I, I don't think the fight actually lasted 30, 30 seconds or anything because uh, Francis Ngannou did such a deadly thing to Alistair Overeem, and with the uppercut that he delivered the, pow- the most powerful uppercut that you could possibly see in your life he delivered it. Francis Ngannou delivered it And Alistair Overeem just went down. And I was personally concerned about Alistair Overeem's well-being because I just really wanted him to get up because of how dangerous and deadly that that shot just looked when it actually connected with um, Alistair Overeem's um, chin. And so it was super exciting to watch. Again, Max Holloway retained his, um, actually kept his um, featherweight title Um, Jose Aldo unfortunately lost Again but he had the heart of the Champion honestly he just Kept being beat up by Max Holloway but he wouldn't really give in And um, It was just really tough to watch especially As somebody um, Who had been undefeated for 10 years Jose Aldo had been undefeated For 10 years before He was um, defeated in 2015 I think it was by Conor McGregor So I mean there's Obviously a reason why He was a champion for such a long time and uh, a reason why he was being so dominating during that time that he was reigning the featherweight division in the UFC. But unfortunately, that happened on fight night. And um, I feel like Jose Aldo just needs to take some time off and just think about the future. I mean... You know he's had some. He has he has hit win and um, he had his um, loss and then he won and he lost again. So I feel like he really needs to seriously think about the future and uh, you know what does he really want. Out of the future does he want to fight For money or does he want to just Retain his title and just retire After that because he's he's actually been Doing this for a long time and um, Yeah it's just some sort of Things that he needs to think about and Congrats to Max Holloway I mean he's definitely on his way To just um, you know Conquer the entire featherweight division And um, Anybody I feel like at this Moment who whoever's in the roster In the featherweight roster at the UFC right now I feel like Max Holloway is easily able to defeat and completely dominate over so shout out to him and congrats to him and also much respect to Jose Aldo and also much respect to Alistair Overeem I mean man that was that was a really tough shot to to get from Francis Ngannou. But, you know, all the best to Astro Overeem and also shout out to Francis Ngannou because uh, Dana White, the president of the UFC, has actually confirmed that Francis Ngannou is going to be getting a title shot against the current heavyweight champion of the UFC. Steven Miochic, so that fight is going to be, oh man, I don't even know. There are no words to describe that fight because of how exciting and phenomenal it is going to be. And honestly, okay, so there are some people saying out there that if Francis Ngannou was to go to boxing right now at this moment to the heavyweight division in boxing for for any organization, for WBA, WBO, for whatever. Because right now, um, you guys already know Anthony Joshua Uh, Who's a really young guy. And he's completely dominated over everybody in the division. So he's the WBO, WBA, IBF, IBO champion at heavyweight. And that's Anthony Joshua. And then there is um uh Deontay Wilder who's a WBC heavyweight champion. And so both of these guys are so dangerous and there's nobody in boxing right now who can actually defeat them because of how powerful and um, just dangerous they are. But people are actually saying if Francis and were to go were to switch over to boxing, to heavyweight boxing right now, he would have definitely, definitely knocked out Uh, Anthony Joshua and Deontay Wilder If he was to get into a ring with them And to actually box with them And I definitely couldn't agree more with that statement And um, I mean, where was Francis Ngannou until now? I mean, he's been only doing this for three years He just discovered boxing I mean, he actually wanted to be a boxer before he got into MMA But then he discovered MMA just three years ago And he's been just, you know killing it ever since then and um, yeah again shout out to him and what else man so oh man oh let's talk about Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gaethje so the ultimate fighter coaches actually fought each other and I would give it the fight of the year because of how violent I mean you might say okay violent isn't a good thing but in this case it was just such a juicy fight, if that makes makes sense. It was a dog fight, honestly. It was a brawl, and um, honestly, we, before that, we thought that Justin Gaethje was just so invincible because of um, the fact that he was undefeated in his um, professional career. And um, you know, the reason why, uh, especially Eddie Alvarez, put on such a great performance was because in his mind he was just um, so confident in himself and um even in, in the in the embedded videos, so the vlogs that the UFC was putting on YouTube, uh, I saw Eddie Alvarez say that he was just so grateful for the fact that Justin Gaethje was a reason uh, that he would that he would just wake up in the morning and that he would have a goal to work towards and to just work hard. And for that, I really applaud Eddie Alvarez and Justin Gaethje too. Man, he he had been training so hard, and even in the fight, even though he would absorb so many shots he wouldn't just go down, and uh, wow, I mean, what a phenomenal performance, I mean, Eddie Alvarez won in the end, but it was such a great performance, and both guys just got so beat up, and so bloodied up, but I mean, in the end, it was a tough, tough fight, and it was a phenomenal fight, and I Honestly, I I mean, I I could watch that fight over and over again because of how phenomenal it was. So, shout out to uh, Justin Gaethje for just um, hanging in there. And, um, I mean, that's his um, first loss ever in his professional career. But it's okay. I know that he will bounce back from this. And, I mean, he's a phenomenal fighter. So, he will definitely bounce back from this and just just, um, get out there and um, start conquering other people again. And shout out to Eddie Alvarez, man, oh, he definitely put on the best performance of his um, professional career, I think, um, you know, in my opinion. Um, and it was just so phenomenal to watch. And uh, wow, that was that was a great fight, just like I said. And yeah, man, so, yeah, an, a phenomenal fight card that was UFC 218. And um, yeah, we just had to wait until... December 30th, I think, until the next pay-per-view uh, fight card for UFC, UFC 219, and we're definitely going to be talking about that here on TKO, and oh, okay, I'm just going to give you guys a heads up, so, yeah, this because we're running out of time, so this upcoming weekend on Saturday, we have UFC fight nights cop swanson versus brian ortega this is gonna be a brawl guys it's gonna be a really tough battle i'll definitely recommend everybody to watch this fight and also on the same night we have lomachenko for boxing we have lomachenko fighting this upcoming weekend so we definitely do not want to miss that and what else so those are the two fights that two fight cards you can say that you guys need to watch out for and you guys have to absolutely watch because if you do not then you're gonna be missing out big big time and so yeah man unfortunately man I, I really talk a lot and so sorry I couldn't talk more in detail about the fights that are coming up this upcoming weekend but yeah man I'm just gonna end it there so unfortunately that's all the time we're gonna have for this week make sure you go to CFRU.ca to catch up with our previous episodes and to just catch up with TKO. And until next time, it's your girl, Nan right here. And this is TKO. Peace out.